Happy birthday to ya. We're talking about birthdays this week on Knit a Spell. Light from Lantern presents Knit a Spell. I'm magical maker, Katie Rempe. And I'm the maker of magic, James Devine. Join us as we stitch together the symbiotic relationship between crafting and the craft. Is it your birthday? Are you a Virgo? It was my birthday yesterday. What? Wait, I thought you weren't going to be out about when your birthday is. Aren't you a don't make a big deal about my birthday person? Yeah, there's a lot of people out there who love to celebrate a birthday, Jim. Hello, I'm here. That's right. Yep. <laughs> I don't know if that's like a fire sign thing, but for me, I could just see it as another day that goes by without doing anything out of the ordinary. And all of us who like big birthdays are like, oh no, we have to send you like a balloonogram and 18 people dancing on your porch and like a surprise birthday party. Yes, the thing of nightmares for me. You're going to surprise something on me. Oh, good. Virgos love to be surprised. Yeah, I've learned from my husband. Give them the birthday that they want, not the birthday that you want. There you go. Yes, exactly. So I prefer just like a nice meal. And that's about it. (laughs) But for others, it's a whole thing. Jim, what do you like to do for your birthday? I said as if I wasn't aware. (laughs) (laughs) So I like to have a great big party on my birthday, and I always like the party to have some kind of fun theme that makes it fun for everyone attending. And I like to adjust the party so that it's kind to both the introvert and the extrovert for all the different ranges of fabulous and interesting friends that I have. I also love the party and I mix everyone together. So I mix my witchy friends and my muggle friends and my corporate friends and the neighbors and everyone together into the dish, into our home. And I love watching people interact and it gives me no end of delight. And (laughs) what happens is people always say, I meet the most fascinating people at your party or that was the most interesting conversation. It's just a lot of fun. I can vouch for that. It's true. I like big parties with big themes and lots of fun for everybody. That's my favorite birthday party. I will happily attend something like that. So I'm down for helping you celebrate and getting everything together to make it as awesome for you as you want. Yeah. I love that. Yes. I, Are you a birthday magic practicer? I was reflecting on this earlier and I was like, I have only blown out birthday candles and I didn't even think that was magical at the time, even it though it is. was literally make a wish. You got to be real careful about my Aquarius husband on how birthdays are done. We've gotten some fun birthdays in though with him. He has this cute little way about his traditions. And if you're not going to have the birthday cake and blow out the candles, then it isn't really your birthday. You haven't completed the ritual Hmm. first i'm like it's such a cute little tradition but it's more than that because it really is the ritual he's refers to it as the birthday ritual or the magic of it it is almost like you haven't turned the age or you haven't completed that ritual i think that in our north american culture that idea of having a candle blowing out a candle having some kind of fire making a wish those things are so iconic So part of the meme of your birthday, that it becomes a ritual and we can put magic to that. That can actually be candle magic 
that we're doing. And then we're eating that intention as we eat that slice of cake, even if it's just a bite. Oh, yeah, duh. Again, like these so obvious things that I didn't quite put the connections together. And it's funny because in our second half, we're going to go over a bunch of superstitions and rituals and traditions for birthdays. But one of which I feel like is probably appropriate just to mention now is how some cultures will put things in the cake to be eaten too, or found maybe not to be eaten, but as like a treasure. I think right away to king cake. From Mardi Gras, you find the little golden baby in your king cake. One of the other ways that birthdays are magical is what is an actual birthday represent? Something called your solar return. Oh, I've heard this term before. What is that exactly? What does that mean? So this is what's happening. Your birthday is on what was yesterday, September 13th. Mm -hmm. Now everyone knows. Oh no, cards can be sent to knit a spell <laughs> money can be sent to i'm kidding join our patreon that's the that's even better yes katie wants. actually yeah. would enjoy that yes <laughs> so if we look at what are we doing we're doing something annually everything has an annual anniversary an annual time when oh if we do something every year on september 13th that is the annual date what happens? How do we measure the year? We measure the year with the sun. So the sun is returning to the same spot it was mm. on that day. So it's the return. We talk about your Saturn return. That's when the Saturn is in the same position it was when you were born. You have a return of all the planets and celestial bodies. Your lunar return happens like every 28 days all the time mm. it's always going through your sign that you were born in i'm a taurus moon so moon is in taurus every month that happens quite often but the solar return happens annually happens once a mm. year and this, this is the sun sign then yeah this is yeah. when the sun is back in virgo on september 13th and for me it's march 29th and for everyone it's on your birthday the sun has returned to where it was when you were born and so we talk about this as your solar return and your solar return is going to be the exact moment the sun was when you were born and you can figure out when your exact solar return, all the planetary stuff will be different from when you were born, but the sun will be in that same degree and minute. And you can look at that and you can look at that chart for that moment and do a reading astrologically on what's happening and it's always very interesting to look at your solar returns for each of the years and what's happening so that's another thing to do for your birthday astrology for your solar return as a planner i love that idea because then that's your jumping off point for having what you want your upcoming year to be or yeah. the energy yeah it hmm. can set the tone it can be yep. a jumping off point it can be a uh, things to reflect on for the year some fabulous ideas there similar to that i also am slightly familiar with the numerology side of things where we come to like things like the life path number that's yet another layer of how you could break down your personality type and what maybe you're here for and all of that sort yeah, of thing. So remind everyone, how do you calculate your life path number again? You just break down your birth date into numbers and then add up each one individually. And if it adds up to a two digit number, you add those together to reduce down to the final number. So for example, 
I would add nine plus one plus three plus one plus nine plus eight plus five to get the total number, which I think was 36, which then reduces down to nine. So my life path number is nine. Okay. And then the number nine has a meaning in numerology as a life path number, which means things like... Generally, numerology nine is completion. It's all of the lessons and a culmination before adding on another layer on top. If I do the same with mine, I'm a life path five. So I think that's when I look it up, it's resourceful, ambitious, focused on objectives, putting heart and energy into work and personal projects. Mm -hmm. So I can be unpredictable, find it hard to commit things. I can be easily bored and distracted. And do you find that kind of rings true it for you? It seems to ring true. Some people also connect those numbers with the tarot cards. Yes. I know that the five is the hierophant mm -hmm. and the yep. nine, what's the nine card? <laughs> this won't come as a shock. It's the hermit. <laughs> oh, gee, of course, the hermit. I'm just drowning in energy of the Virgo-ness. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's where we get the term light from lantern from your company, right? That's it. Yep. So this is really interesting that you've really embraced that hermit. And does the hermit and the life path nine seem to connect for you? I would say so. I always feel like I'm trying to put things together. If I'm learning something, it always seems like I have to do it the hard way in order to really learn it all. <laughs> Some of the like lesser good characteristics are more jaded qualities, which I certainly have a tendency to go towards that initially. It's actually one of my favorite qualities about you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> The girl can cast some shade. It's fun. I just like the game of it. Super fun. Yeah, yeah. I love that. So for me, the Hierophant as the teacher, but also the learner in that I don't like the necessarily the Christianized version of that, but I like other sort of versions of the Hierophant as the one who shares and learns wisdom. More like the guru energy that Linda had in her deck with the secondary Hermophant card. In the Northern Animal Tarot, yeah. I resist the term guru, but I like the idea of one who is both the student mm. and the teacher at the same time, how it's that reciprocal sort of cyclical priest yeah. slash acolyte. I would say that suits you. I love these ideas around birthdays. I oh, wonder yeah. if people have their own association with birthdays. And I think along with this background of birthdays, we also have a lot of really fun and creative crafts. And there's also little traditions and little things people do. I can think of some of them right off the top of the bat, candles and gifts and cakes and little things we do. Is that what we want to talk about after the break? Yes, it will. It is Bell fans. Join our Patreon for just $13 a month to gain access to extended episode comments, episode outtakes, behind the scenes and bonus content, magical making tips, monthly polls to influence future topics and guests, and interact with your fellow patrons. Plus, you'll be supporting one of your favorite podcasts. Join today to gain access to our entire post history. Visit patreon.com forward slash light from lantern to learn more and sign up. Jim and I look forward to seeing you there. If you've ever been curious about getting a palm reading with my co-host, James Devine, there's never been a better time than now. Not only does Jim offer empowering palm readings to help you tap into the hidden messages in your hands, he's also now offering Divine Hand Tarot readings. Find out more about all of Jim's amazing offerings at thedivinehand.com and on his Instagram page where you'll find him as Divine Hand Jim. 
Happy birthday! You're 16 years old and you know what that means. You can legally get your driver's license now. Yay! I've been driving for six months with my permit, so whatever. Uh, now you don't have to have your dad in the car with you anymore, so score! Yay! I've already crashed the car twice. Ah, so are birthday we... freedom <laughs> sometimes comes <laughs> at a cost. <laughs> if my parents are listening, they're having flashbacks. If mine are listening, they're like, you didn't do anything anyway, so we were never worried. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the hermit? That was me. It's yeah. interesting because that's right. In this country, in North America, and many other countries, why birthdays become important is, is there are legal ramifications of when you actually turn a specific age. So mm -hmm. at 11.59 or at midnight, you turn an age. You go from... 15 to 16 years old and you're legal to drive in the united states mm -hmm. you go from 20 to 21 you're legal to drink you go from 17 to 18 you become legally an adult our 18 year olds actually adults <laughs> the jury's out but in this country <laughs> we look at these legal definitions of a minor to an adult all these mm. things and so legal definitions matter with age and so i think that's also a foundational definition in different countries and different countries have different drinking ages different mm -hmm. ages for driving uh, you can drink at age 21 but you can't rent a car you can join without... the army at age 18 but you can't drink until 21 makes very sense very odd <laughs> nonsensical rules but it's interesting to think of coming of age rituals in other cultures and you looked up some of those too some of them are very interesting Oh, yes. You might be aware of a quinceanera. When you turn 15, you become a woman in Hispanic cultures. In yes. Jewish cultures, you have your bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah at age 13. Even here, you have a sweet 16 party. I didn't have one, but I remember that was very popular. In Japan, a coming of age day is when you turn 20. Hmm. Far more reasonable. I saw, like, for example, in Irish tradition, you are given the keys to the house when you turn 21. I'm guessing that is also like a similar coming of age, like adulthood. And I saw that in a couple of other cultures, too. And again, it's interesting that it's keys, right? It reminds me of how people jump the broom over the door or the lintel of the mm. house. Some of those sort of symbolisms when you get married and how when you turn of age, you are given responsibility for the home you live in, probably still with your parents, but right. you're given that responsibility. I think of when I was finally cognitively able to make better adult decisions. And those two years between age 18 and 20 or 21, three years, uh, those were really important. And I think mm. I was a much more mature person at age 21 than I was at 18. So I think that it makes sense to me. I start to think of my adulthood beginning at around age 20-ish, more than around age 18. Even yeah. though it's only two years, I think it made a big difference. Graduating from high school, getting out in the world, having a job, mm -hmm. which also makes me think, gosh, I've only been an adult for 30 years. So <laughs> give myself a break. <laughs> yeah, come on. You have plenty of time to figure it out. That's right. And also, nobody ever figures it out, so don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, around birthdays, we have a lot of really fun traditions and little things that are done in different cultures. Here in North America, we know a lot of the traditional things. It's very funny, the things that are important. Like, you're not supposed to know what I'm doing in the kitchen 
as I'm mm. sneaking around, getting the cake ready, getting the candles ready, and then sneaking around the corner, turning out the lights. You know what I'm doing, but it's supposed to be a little bit of a, I appear around the corner with a cake, all aflamed mm. with candles and the lights are out and we are all going to sing the dirge. Happy but it's so funny because when I get up to do that and it's anyone's birthday and our lovely Michael is there, he's here it comes the birthday. And I'm like, Hey, be quiet. Come on. <laughs> he's just saying what's actually going to happen. It's not like anyone doesn't know it's happening, but you're not supposed to say <laughs> it's very funny to me. Birthday timing is a thing in some cultures like Germany. If you wish someone happy birthday before it's their actual birthday, bad luck. Don't do. Yeah. It's so fascinating. All the little things that go around it. We know there's cake and candles in many cultures. There's not in all cultures. And there's other little things around that. Do you talk about it? Do you tell people what your wish is? Do oh, you yeah. blow out the, all the candles in one breath or two? Yeah, wishing someone a happy birthday before their birthday. I didn't know that about Germany. Do you give gifts? And do you open the gifts before or after the cake? Oh, and open your presents until after the cake. Or you can open the presents before the cake. And gift giving at birthday time. The Same. big deal or a small deal. And is it important when you give? Like before, after, on? Mm -hmm. All magical timing. And there's, like we said, hiding objects in the cake. Chokeable right. objects. Choking <laughs> hazard. Yes, whether it's little babies or coins or other lucky baubles and charms, because anything can be a magical item if you want it to be, or a little present. Yeah. If you don't choke on it, you can wear it. Wonderful. Yeah. I think that birthdays can be a source of good luck. When we talk about the astrology, we talk about bringing people together, wishing us love, knowing that we're still here. I know mm -hmm. there's some traditions where people have thanked their parents for life. That there's this idea of respecting their parents and just saying, you're the source of me, so thank you. Which mm. I think could also be problematic for some people that have a terrible relationship with their parents. Also thank maybe the earth or their friends or other people around them. So I can see how coming together, bringing everyone together as good luck and as good fortune can be a really fun thing. As I get older, we have birthday parties for kids. I have birthday parties because I don't care. Yeah, you just like to party. <laughs> party. You found this cool thing about coming of age in Japan. Oh, yes. It turns out at certain age, you become an adult. However, when you hit 61 in Japan, you get your second childhood. For that first year, you wear a red hat and vest to symbolize your return to childhood. And from that point on, all of your past troubles are forgotten and you're given the gift of a clean slate, sort of a rebirth of the soul. And in Korea, it happens at age 60. So if you go to Korea, you can celebrate it at 60. Then you go back to Japan and you can do it at 61. You can have two years of child bliss. <laughs> I see that this is called kanreki in Japanese. Mm -hmm. I am 100% doing this. This is my kanreki. I will make the hat and vest to make sure it is up to the level of your satisfaction because it must my be fabulous. New, yeah, my new childhood. I am going to just be a baby from then on. Wonderful. That's not a good idea. <laughs> what other things do we have? Well, there's here? the thing that I hate, which is the torture. Birthdays and torture, yeah. the Italian earlobe pulling or the American 
birthday spanking or like yeah. the punching of the arm. You're 40 years old. I'm going to punch you 40 times. I think that there is this sort of origin, like the Italian earlobe pulling is this idea that it's to strengthen you or this mm. idea that it is to give you vim and vigor. Like a reflection of wisdom. Yeah. Or to toughen you up or mm. get or wake you up, like slap you across the face. And so I think that these probably come from the desire to invigorate a human. Yeah. I think that they have devolved in some cases into hazing or yeah. how come it's your birthday and not mine type of jealousy frat boy mm. dude bro toxic bullshit i'm not really a fan of these sorts of things what do you think about these things as a person who doesn't like much of a birthday celebration to begin with this is not my favorite aspect of it either <laughs> keep it yeah. off of my person thanks <laughs> yeah i think consent would be important in this arena consent continues to be cool <laughs> Funny how consent continues to have its day in the sun. Yeah. It and like may never get old. There's the all sun. kinds of other things like superstitions. Some people have unfortunate birthdays, like leapier birthdays. Okay. So you're gonna out me on this too. What? I was born on a Friday the thirteenth. Yes. That's like the best day to be born on. I've never considered it to be bad luck. If anything, I've maybe thought maybe this is my only good luck day is on a Friday the 13th. So, yes, I you embrace were born it. On, on Friday the 13th. That is so freaking awesome. That is so badass. A new I'm moon. Jealous. Friday on the 13th. A new moon, Friday the 13th and a dark moon. You are witchy AF. Yeah, I brought a lot over. <laughs> Welcome to the dark side. I like it here. <laughs> she seems so sweet. And you look at her whole like aesthetic and it's, Hi, welcome to the woods. I'm Katie Rempe. Welcome to the dark. Yes. So things like that. Yes, a leap year. Gosh, to be born on a leap year. Do you ever only get to be like 14 years old by the time you die? Yeah, you're only one fourth <laughs> your age. Oh, interesting. Or your birthday is Christmas Eve. Uh That's my dad. My Tough. dad's birthday is Christmas Eve. So we had the house decorated for birthday with balloons and streamers. And then Christmas Eve, we decorate for Christmas. My mom was very, it is dad's birthday. And then yes. now it's Jesus's birthday. You know <laughs> what? That's nice. Completely different vibes. I'm sure that was a fun day for your mom. We also celebrated Christmas after Christmas for 12 days. Yes. Fashion Christmas, unlike every other American. Fun way to celebrate. Yeah, it was not fun. It was opposite <laughs> everyone else. So it was a pain. Yeah. So I think there's some unlucky birthday. I want to know if you have an unlucky birthday, like a day that you're like, I wish my birthday was on a different day because of this reason. Hmm. I would love to know what's the lousiest day or the best day to have your birthday. My yeah. birthday always falls on this particular day and here's why you wouldn't think it's a bummer but it is i totally mm. want to know that wouldn't that be fun for listeners to write us i can share one more so my brother his birthday is valentine's day oh. talk about struggle he is I mean, not the romantic type what if there's a listener that had that one yes i would love that but maybe for someone else it's like the best day to have their maybe birthday. it's a good day if your birthday's on a holiday or on some event yeah. What if your birthday was on Halloween? I would love that. But other oh, people would probably be totally freaked out. My sister-in-law's birthday is on Halloween. See? So cool. That would make so. you a total Scorpio. I You're... love Scorpios, so I'm down. Yeah. If you were born before 2001 and you had this wonderful Virgo with a beautiful early 
very early, late summer birthday of September 11th. <laughs> that would suck. Uh, the woman I used to babysit for, her birthday was September 11th, and that always was a tough day after that for quite a while. Now I'm really dying to know, so please let us know if you have an interesting birth date for whatever the reason may be, whether it's positive or negative or neither, just an interesting date. We would like to know, so drop That'd us an email, so knitaspell, knitaspellpodcast at gmail.com, or you can drop us a DM on our Instagram, join our Patreon, and join the conversation there. We'd love to have you. And our Patreon will have extended comments we often get into really cool conversations our patreon is so much fun let's end with some other little things mm. there's all kinds of interesting things in china there's a new year's tradition that is also done as my understanding is at birthdays which is a lot of sympathetic magic around mm. what you eat if you eat something long like long noodles mm. it's often associated with long life so eating super long noodles is associated with long life. You mm -hmm. might have a bowl that looks like it's full of a noodle soup, but it's really just one noodle and you just keep e eating it. Slurp it up. In Australia, we found that children will eat a dish called fairy bread. It's a <gasps> popular snack with bread and butter that's covered with tiny sprinkles known as hundreds and thousands. And they're also usually given a key to the house when they turn 21. So they're the keys wow. to the house again. I want fairy bread. I'll make it for you next year. <laughs> Maybe that's the theme. Fairy, bread, it's back, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> In India, you can give people a cake shaped like a peach. It's a lucky symbol. In Pennsylvania, you can get a donut for your birthday, which is like you're going to live another year. I oh. wonder if that's because of its little round yeah. shape or something. So many delicious traditions. I want them all. <laughs> I know now I'm hungry for cake. Yeah, exactly. Let's go get a donut. Okay. Actually, one year for my birthday, we did do a donut crawl in Tacoma. I think we went to five different independently owned donut locations. And let me tell you, don't get a dozen donuts at every place you go to if you plan to go to more than one donut place. That was a lesson I learned that year. <laughs> Pro tip for your donut crawl on your birthday. If you want to live to see the next birthday, maybe <laughs> spread it out a little. <laughs> So yes. Happy birthday to all the Virgos and yes. to you, Katie. This well, has been a lot you. of fun. Do magic with your birthday. Think about how your cake can have herbs, how every herb you put in your cake, every spice, every ingredient, the candles mm -hmm. on top can be magical. The astrology of your date of birth and your solar return can be magical. You can use these and you're crafting. You can craft and bake and deliver a magical birthday and i wish you a magical birthday this year every year and we'll see you next time on knit a spell see you then everyone thanks for, thanks listening. for listening if you enjoyed the show consider sharing it with a friend leaving a review on itunes and spotify or following knit a spell on instagram you can also subscribe to the Light From Lantern YouTube channel to enjoy full episodes of Knit a Spell and see our happy faces. You can also learn more about readings, classes, and events going on with your favorite maker of magic, James Devine, by visiting thedivinehand.com and subscribing to his newsletter. Then follow Jim's fun and interactive Instagram account at divinehandjim. Keep up with Katie, the magical maker, by subscribing to her newsletter 
at lightfromlantern.com. You'll even receive a free knitting pattern as a thank you gift. Then follow Katie on Instagram at lightfromlantern for even more magical making tips. See you next next week. week.